Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Dr. Kelly Stecker. Dr. Kelly Stecker is an OBGYN medical provider at M Health Fairview Women's Center in Edina and Eden Prairie. She has won the Minneapolis St. Paul's Magazine Top Doctors Rising Star Award for the last three years. Kelly's work has made her an invaluable contributor to both local and national publications. She's provided content for local news channels and makes regular appearances on The Gynocast, a podcast focusing on women's health. Her focus is on the safety of patients and staff and community education. Most recently, she's become involved with Times Up Healthcare, an organization that fights to ensure work environments are safe for all colleagues. Well, good afternoon, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Awesome. This is exciting. Uh, We're in some challenging times, obviously, with the COVID-19. So, Kelly, you certainly have quite a bio. You've got a busy schedule. We talked about this before. You're an OBGYN physician, obviously. You're a podcaster, author, and full-time mom. How do you prioritize and balance your schedule? You know, I think the biggest thing for me is just finding the things that you're passionate about and that you're really lit up about. So if we can all own different parts of our life that really make us happy, it doesn't feel like work and you just kind of dive into it. I have a couple things that kind of guide me with the projects that I take on and it's if it's patient care, patient safety related, or if it's staff or colleague safety related or educational things, those are really my big pillars. And if it fits in that framework that I'm all in, but I have started needing to say no to different things because as you know being busy you just you can't say yes to everything absolutely in the past i think we've all done this we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and so we say yes and in the end we end up hurting their feelings because we can't respond to their request in a timely fashion or get something done commitment absolutely yep so thanks for sharing that a lot of admiration for what you do especially as a full-time mom that's with the work you do as a physician my hats off to you for sure well thank you Kelly, physicians these days have a lot of administrative overhead requirements. That's just on top of their patient care work. Where do you think healthcare needs to focus specifically when it comes to technology to help reduce the physician burnout? You know, it's interesting because a lot of people blame technology for physician burnout, but I think that it's really a number of factors. And I think technology actually, if used appropriately, could really benefit us and decrease burnout. The biggest struggle that I have as a physician is getting records, right? So not all of us are on the same electronic medical record. Not all of us have Care Everywhere, which is a a way that we can share information easily. And so I think if we actually better utilize technology, it would really contribute to overall happiness because the thing that we don't want is me to miss something in your past medical history, right? So if you have had a history of some sort of, let's say, a, a brain lesion or a brain issue, right? And this is something that happened when you were 12 and now I'm taking care of you in pregnancy. Maybe you don't remember because your parents didn't talk to you about it. It would really help me to better take care of you if I had access to that information easily. So I think some of the struggles we have actually entail content sharing. I think that's a really big issue we have. The other issues that we're seeing, especially being from Minneapolis, Minnesota right now, is really being able to track our healthcare, basically how efficacious our health 
healthcare system is. And what I would love to see is someone that could create something where we could track any health disparities that are occurring, especially as an OBGYN, maternal mortality is really a big predictor for the overall health of the system. Because in a lot of these cases, these maternal deaths are preventable. And so if we have a better way of tracking that information and being openly transparent about it, I think that would really help us to help the community and to create changes where we need changes. That's a great response. Thank you for sharing that. There are a lot of tools and the problem is we as technologists, right, like myself and others or hospital administrators or clinic administrators, they kind of lose sight of how do we make life easier for patients and providers. And again, it's all about, well, we got to think about the bottom line. We got to make sure that, you know, we get the claims submitted and we everything's billed right. And then we've got to run all these reports. To your point, there needs to be more focus on collaboration at the technology level with the physicians to ensure that we come up with a solution that's actually helping the physician get their job done and pulling all that information together. You know, after 10 years of health information exchanges, we're still not there. I know that's got to be frustrating for providers. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we've been so geared toward liability as well. You know, I think a lot of the electronic medical record has been put in place to make sure that we're documenting every nuance and large in a way that is good. We want to make sure that we're documenting appropriately and everything else. But I think that we've lost sight of the potential for benefit with this issue. Absolutely. There's a lot to get through. So Kelly, what's your plans for 2020? I know we've had to kind of shift a little bit here with the pandemic. What's your plans for the GynoCast show? Any major shifts or topics due to this pandemic? Yeah, you know, I think that's a great question. Obviously, I contribute as much as I can there. It's amazing podcast that Eric Hegard and Twyla Dang have been doing for quite a long time. I think that with the pandemic, we've uncovered a lot of really public health issues, and that is going to help us to better help the community. And I think we're going to probably try to use that to educate and really to try to help solve some of these problems. I'm part of a organization that's forming right now called, well, tentatively called the Minnesota Coalition for equity. And so we're going to try to use our power, our collective power as organizations and physicians and things in the area to go and fix some of the healthcare disparities that exist. Also, my passion is about making sure that there's safe and equitable working environments for women as well. Because just in this short time, we've really got a snapshot into how power dynamics exist in healthcare and really across the nation. And there's still racism. Unfortunately, there's gender discrimination. And these are really the issues that I would like to focus on primarily, especially this year, because I think we're going to have people hungry for change. And we can use this to really springboard into hopefully a better, healthier community. That's great. I'm glad you're sharing that and you're expanding on a lot of the topics and, you know, topics that obviously need to be brought up and discussed. Thank you for sharing that, Kelly. So do you currently leverage any technology, especially the emerging technology in your practice or your podcast, Kelly? Yeah, you know, it's really, it's interesting because I think the pandemic has forced us to become a lot more technology savvy. I'm going to be real honest, I didn't use anything really before, <laughs> before this. And now all of us are doing our online meetings and we're using a lot of telehealth and we're doing online appointments for patients through Doximity and other modalities that way. So 
I think that technology has become a significant part of practice for right now because what we're doing is we're trying to tailor our patient care experiences for each patient, right? So for example, in prenatal care, everyone for the most part came in for all of their visits, right? And there was a certain flow to the visits. And we've really looked hard at that to see what makes sense. What do we need to do? What is the safest? And so most of our patients have a tailor-made prenatal care plan at this point. And so what we do is it's a combination of telehealth and in-person appointments. And of course, you're still getting your ultrasounds. And if you're a high-risk pregnancy, let's say you have insulin independent diabetes or high blood pressure or other concerns. And of course, you're still stuck coming in to see our lovely faces. But we're really using all of the technology that we have to better serve the patient population that exists right now, because we don't want to increase their risk of exposure to any unnecessary pathogens in general. But obviously, COVID-19 is the one that we're looking at the most. And I really do think that a lot of this will carry forward, especially if you look at how busy our lives have become. For example, I had talked to people about doing a virtual tour of our hospital. Fairview Southwell is an awesome hospital. We serve an amazing group of patients. And so we are, are doing a virtual tour so people can access this at home before they deliver. And when you really think about it, with how busy we all are and our careers and everything else, I think some of this will be nice to have resources for patients going forward. Prenatal care appointments like to prep you for things have moved to telehealth. Also birthing classes, they're doing a lot of those online. So I think that we're really utilizing the resources we have. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. And I know as a busy physician, it's sometimes hard to spend the time to learn a new technology or integrate something that ultimately will hopefully make your life a lot easier. So thanks again, Kelly. Kelly, this is the favorite part of our show. Can you share just a brief nugget of wisdom with our audience on your success as a physician or and or a leader just in your area or industry? I think, you know, what's kind of amazing about where we're at right now in our nation is we get to decide who we want to be, right? We get to decide every day when we wake up, how we're going to act, what we're going to stand for. And I think for me, I'm really finding the things I'm passionate about have been what has driven me, you know, caring for my patients has been always been my number one. However, fighting for justice and their rights and everything else has really become something that has uh, become a, a deep passion. And so for anyone out there finding what is at your core, what makes you happy, what's worth fighting for, I think that is going to help you be successful in whatever you do. And I think that people are smart enough to see through the BS, right? They're, they're smart enough to see, okay, this is a good human who's trying to help and who's trying to be out there to take care of business versus someone who's probably doing things for the wrong reasons to stroke their ego or, you know, for money or whatever. And so I think waking up with a, a good attitude, making the changes that you want and fighting for what you think is right. Thank you, Kelly, for sharing that. I certainly appreciate it. And I know our audience would appreciate your insight and professional opinion on life in general. And this has been great. So Kelly, I just want to uh, thank you. It was a pleasure having you on today. And I certainly look forward to speaking with you soon. Well, thank you so much for having me. Bye for now.